0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the podcast with me, Paul Connolly. It's been a busy summer so far for the Seasiders, covering outgoings and returnees, some of whom I'll be catching up with later in the show. For now, however, I'm delighted to say that the Blues' first summer signing joins me on the line. It's Aaron Haswell. How are we doing, Aaron?
1: Yeah, good to meet you.
0: Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, signed from Osset Albion, for an undisclosed fee today
1: as we speak on Monday. Um, just first of all, your your reaction, Aaron. Yeah, I'm obviously delighted to get a, the move over the line. Um, Want to test myself in a high division and um, yeah, see what can happen, see what I can do.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's a, a football club where you know you've know one or two faces through the door already, the
1: likes of uh, Sonny Fergus. Yeah, yeah delighted. It's going to make me more comfortable going into a football club knowing I can. There's someone there that I know, so hopefully I can fit in fit in straight away. Oh, good stuff. Um, so, yeah, your season for Osset United,
0: then we'll talk a little bit about your career as well. But uh, Osset United last season, your uh, best goal scoring season um, in the senior game, Aaron, with 10 goals. Um, just talk to us about sort of the sort of role you were playing at Osset United, what sort of position?
1: Yeah, I played quite a few positions over the course of the season. Uh, but the main position I played was just behind a striker in the 10 role, which I think is my best position. I've also played out wide, both both wings, and um, I've also played centre mid as well. So yeah, playing quite a few positions. So
0: bringing a, a real versatility that to that side, then um, Aaron. So yeah, Osset United. Then talk to us about them and um, the sort of club that it was uh, that you was
1: there because I mean you played with some very experienced players over that time, didn't you? Yeah, obviously, like Sir so James Walsh, who's scored goals for a very long time. It was, yeah, it was a very good club on and off the pitch. Supporters, volunteers, everyone involved was cracking club. don't have a bad word to say about it, but yeah, I've played with some decent players in the time as well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you mentioned there James Walshaw, such a prolific striker at non League level over the years um, and a hell of a lot of experience as well. It must have been great playing alongside players and uh, like that and learning from them.
1: Yeah, sure, from just send you Pick up on little things like he does, like on and off the pitch. So, yeah, it was it was great to work with him. Good stuff. So uh, your
0: career before OssIp then um, started out at York City for four years and um,
1: managed to get yourself sort of in and around the first team on the bench. Yeah, yeah it was it was a great experience. I thought I learnt a lot from even I was only on the bench, but seeing what the players do day to day out. It was a uh, It was a good experience for me and stuff I'll look back on. and think yeah. It's not too bad. Could have been better if I got a game or two, but yeah, it's all right. Yeah, and I mean as a young lad sort of going into that
0: first team environment, um, must have been quite daunting. You mentioned there that you didn't really get a chance to play with the first team just on the bench, but um, all in all, a good experience.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was a good experience as players like John Parkin knows, who's obviously played at a decent level. So it was always good to be in and around. Good
0: stuff. And uh, from there as well, uh, you went to Harrogate Town, where it was uh, that you played with Sonny Fergus.
1: Yeah, yeah. it was um, first time I met him. He's great lad, great character. And uh, yeah, good player. Uh, excited to be working with him
0: again. And talk to us about that experience at Harrogate Town then and how that sort of differed from York City.
1: Yeah, it was quite a similar experience. Not as many first team opportunities as I would have liked, but... That's how football is and, yeah, uh, moved on from it. And then, obviously,
0: after that, you went to uh, Osset United and that that must have been your uh, first taste of senior football.
1: Yeah, it was, obviously, I was, I was only 18 when I first joined Osset, so I was still quite a young lad. But, um, yeah, it was a good experience there and I enjoyed my time
0: there. And, I mean, making that step up from sort of junior football to first
1: team sort of senior football... Um, again, that must have been a challenge in itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I wasn't the biggest lad, but there was obviously players that were much bigger and much stronger, and obviously a lot more experience than me. So yeah, it was a it was a, it was a place where I can uh, look back on and learn from. Yeah. With
0: regards then, obviously your years at Osset United, the three years that you spent there. Um, moving on to Whitby Town, when was it that the uh, the first contact came in from Whitby?
1: Uh Probably about a week or two ago now, when um I got a phone call off Haslam, and he just said he basically sold me the club straight away, what the ambitions was, and everything involved with the club, and um yeah, it was, in my opinion, it was the right decision to come here. Yeah, and I mean you must be looking
0: forward to getting started in a blue shirt. Yeah, can't wait, can't wait to get going. Good stuff. And I mean, obviously in that time you'll have spoken to the people that you do know, the likes of.
1: Sonny, yeah. Uh, what I mean, what have they had to say about the club as well? Yeah, they've said it's a cracking club, like on and off the field, everyone connected with the club. And uh yeah, they have not said a bad word about it, so I can't wait to get going. Yeah. And I mean, the ambition for this season,
0: then coming into a squad that finished seventh in the pitching Northern Premier League Premier Division. Um, you'll be you'll be coming into a squad and hoping to help them go on better this time around.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's what I've come in to do. I've come into Create goals, score goals and hopefully push the team on as far as we can go. Brilliant. Thank you very much for joining us, Aaron. Thank you very much. Cheers.
0: That was Whitby Town's newest signing on the line here on the podcast, Aaron Haswell from Osset United. And now I'm joined by a man who's just signed a new contract with the club. It's Mr Colby Shepherd. How are you doing, Colby? Yeah, I'm not bad, thanks. Yeah, I'm good. Ready to get going again. Good to hear. Yeah, a new uh, one-year contract for yourself. I mean, you must be delighted with that.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: definitely. I just now it's my, my time to really kick on and hopefully get get a solid space in the team ready for next year. Yeah, because I mean, over the course
0: of sort of last season and then the season before which was cut short by covid, obviously so only 11 games played. Um there was a couple of loan spells in there, but I mean towards the back end of the season just gone you sort of Started to get yourself back in around that Whitby side and uh, making a few appearances.
3: Yeah, definitely. I, I was struggling. I was in and out for most of the season last year. And then I went to Newton Ayrcliffe about last February and I came back feeling fresh, feeling, feeling sharp. And I just just got going again and got a good run of games in the team. And then as my confidence started getting higher. And I just, at the end of the season, I thought, uh, just was just playing well, and I, I wish the season didn't end because my confidence was sky high and I, I I felt really sharp. Yeah, I mean something that's obviously um, an important thing as you
0: know as a player as a sort of younger player yourself is adjusting to life in the Northern Premier League and the sort of the hustle and the bustle of it. Um, how how do you feel you did because sort of as the season developed, you could certainly see that you were getting to grips with it a lot more.
3: Yeah, definitely. When, when I first came in I, I didn't really know what to expect so I was just, I came in really guessing what it was like but definitely but when you're playing you just learn and I've, I've just felt like I've developed more and more each game and every minute I've played so by the end of the season that's why I think I was so confident and so felt so good because I knew I could match them match my opponents so I, I definitely definitely gained experience and I think i showed on the pitch at the end of the year
0: And I mean, it's a real vote of confidence for yourself as well that uh, Lee Bullock and Nathan Haslam have chosen to put you on that security of a contract.
3: Yeah, definitely. I I think it was just the way I came back. And personally, I felt really good when I came back off loan. At the end of the season, I thought I finished strong. So then just looking to carry on the next year. And I think that's what Nathan wanted me to do as well, carry on in the next year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the importance of it. And something else to
0: note as well across the uh, season is you've been playing in a couple of different positions as well. You've had to operate as a fullback at times, obviously playing in your natural position as well. I mean, that can only be sort of good for your development just to gain that little bit of versatility as
3: well. Yeah, definitely. I think I was just playing wherever I can. I'm not really bothered where I play as long as I'm playing. That's what I like to do. I like to play, so... Anywhere I could help the team, I, I was more than happy uh, filling. Whether it was left back, whether it was centre midfield, uh, playing out wide, I, I didn't mind at all. I, but I think just the lads around me for like when I played left back, Dan Rowe really helped me, taught me through the game. And uh, I just, I, just the end of the season, I, was, I, I felt, felt I finished strong, no matter where I was playing.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned sort of the names like Dan Rowe, there, the captain of the side. I mean, when you go into sort of that unfamiliar position, it must be a real sort of calming influence knowing that you've got someone like Roey there to talk you through it.
3: Yeah, definitely. He's got loads of experience and he's only going to keep me on the right track with the advice he's given me through the game. And I just, just was myself. I, I didn't put no pressure on myself. And I just, no matter where I played, I just done what I could.
0: Good stuff. And then sort of going into. The upcoming season, then, Colby. Um, I mean, for yourself now, is it's one of those where you'll be sort of looking to really nail down that regular place in the side.
3: Yeah, definitely. That's that's the goal 100%. I'm looking to play every week is the ultimate goal. And if I go back sharp and I keep putting the work in over the summer, I go back as best as I can. There's no reason why I can't nail that position down in pre-season or going into the season. And of
0: course, uh, it was a slight disappointment in terms of where Whitby finished towards the end of the season, not quite managing to get into the playoffs. Um, so now it's it's a case of sort of going out and going that one step further, isn't it?
3: Yeah, definitely. It was a bit disappointing how we missed out, but it's it's football and it's happened and we can't do anything about it now. So it gives us the reason to work, even harder in training and over the summer and when we're doing the running before, just to kick on that a little bit further. And hopefully, getting them playoff positions are even higher, and just see how high we can finish. But it's definitely shows that we've still got stuff to work on. And but yeah, it's just a, just boosts us really to fuels us to work even harder.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of going forward as well, there obviously the squad having that sort of shared experience of just missing out on the playoffs. I mean, that will bode well for everyone, really, in a sense, won't it? That You've had that experience. You know where you need to work next, and you're going into it together.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's like, like I say, all it's going to do is, is just fuel us, and then that disappointment and that it's just only going to fuel us to to push harder and hopefully go that next step and try and get them that inconsistency of results the other way around. So we're picking up results where we expect to pick up results.
0: And obviously plenty of news so far this summer. We've seen a few outgoings at the Tobar Express Stadium at the Turnbull ground. And, uh, I mean, as we speak at the moment, just the one incoming with uh, potentially others to come as well.
3: Um, but, like, for the most part, we have retained the core of that squad. Yeah, there's, there's not many that's that's left the club and we've kept the majority of the team together, which is good, so the lads already know pretty much everyone in the team, so which is going to stand us in good stead going the new year.
0: Yeah, and I mean, obviously something that was quite evident across uh, last season was a real sort of key team spirit and that's something that everyone will be keen to keep together this year.
3: Yeah, definitely, but that, that helps with us already knowing the lads and know what to expect from the lads and our strengths and weaknesses. But f- it was that, the aim to get in the playoffs that just kept fueling us and kept helping each other across and we knew what the goal was. So we were just... Just, yeah, just the goal. Everyone had the same goal, so we just kept everyone going and it made us train hard and just brought the lads together when we were getting a good result. It just brought the lads even closer. Yeah. And you'll be sort of raring to go
0: towards the uh, middle back end of June when uh, pre-season does come back around.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. I'm putting doing some sessions now and hopefully get myself in the best condition for going back. But yeah, I just can't wait. Like we were saying before, we're just bored now. There's, there's no football anywhere, so... Just waiting to get back.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely, Colby.
0: Anyway, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you, Paul. Cheers, Matt. Colby Shepard joining me there on the podcast, talking about his new contract with the Seasiders. And I'm delighted to say that we've got another uh, player that is sticking around next season on the line now Uh, you probably won't have heard much from him this summer because he did sign the deal earlier last season
2: it's the Whitby Town skipper Daniel Rowe how are you doing Rowie? yeah I'm all good thanks yeah Uh, I'm enjoying my little bit of time off but yeah I'm itching to get back into it now so yeah I'm all good though I'm all good thanks Good to hear. Uh,
0: Yeah, we've just been speaking off air there about how sort of desperate we are to get back to football now um, after only a couple of weeks away from it, to be honest. But, uh, I mean, looking looking at that, we'll have a quick chat about last season then, Rowie, first off. And, um, you know, we'd be be coming very close to the top five, but just not quite managing to break in.
2: Yeah, we came really close. Um, It was a long season. And I think we just missed out really. I think it was fair enough that we missed out, but it was disappointing. Um, because that was the aim um from the start of the season to try and get them playoffs and then you never know what will happen. But yeah, I'm personally I'm disappointed. But again, I'm I'm proud I'm proud we've done really well in the end. Um if you look back at it and put things into perspective. Um but yeah, um I'm I'm looking forward hopefully next year progressing and then going that one step further and getting in them playoffs. So, yeah, it's, it's bittersweet, really. There was
0: a number of games last season, obviously. I mean, you look across it and, you know, we, we had some, what you could definitely call classics in there and some fantastic results as well. So, you know, you, you sort of look at that and games like South Shields, for instance, away from home, where Whitby have shown that across that uh, season, they did have the quality to mix
2: it with the top teams. We did, yeah. I mean, I think all the big teams, you say big teams, the ones who were up there uh, competing for the playoffs, we we took points off all of them and some some we took maximum points off. So we we could, yeah, on our day, we could beat anyone, I think. But, and there were some really good games. Some, like you said, the South Shields, I think we deserved to take points off them. Scarborough at home, Um we battered them, but again, they took points of us at their place. And yeah, we, we we stood up to everything. Really, I think I think it comes down to the consistency. Uh, we didn't quite have that when it comes to getting in them playoffs. But yeah, like like you said, we can we can mix it with the big boys, and hopefully, going in next year, we can do that. And obviously, we sort of saw
0: Whitby up and around that top end of the table, um, and especially sort of come January time when you signed your deal, ready for this coming season. Um. That, that decision for you then, it was uh, bringing you into your third year at the football club after signing in 2019. Um, how how big a decision was that for you? Was it an easy one or one to consider?
2: Yeah, it was one to consider, but it, it was probably it was straightforward, really. I, I enjoy being at the club. Uh, I'm proud to be the captain of this club. So it didn't take much persuading, really, and I signed it. Yeah, I signed it halfway through the season. And yeah, I wasn't really looking to go anywhere else. And um, I'm committed to, my, to, to Whippy Town and... Yeah, like I really enjoy it, so why would I want to leave? And I want to have success with Whitby Town, especially as captain. I um, feel like there's a bit of pressure to do that, but I'm looking forward to hopefully doing that in the season, next season. So, yeah, like like I said, I'm looking forward to next season now, so hopefully get, get myself fit again and we'll push on, yeah, and hopefully have a, have a good season.
0: And I mean, looking at uh, looking at that, uh, we mentioned there it's your third year, or coming up to your third year at the football club now. Um, so you, you're really starting to build that affinity with the supporters and uh, everyone
2: around the football club. Yeah, it's been a bit stop-start with COVID, um, with the season stopping. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying playing in front of the fans and meeting the fans as well in the clubhouse and the way games. And there's a lot of people behind the scenes who do a lot of work and need to take a lot of credit for that. So... And yeah we can't thank them enough really for what they do for the club because obviously we wouldn't be, wouldn't be a team without them. Um, so yeah it's such a nice group and such a nice community up with the that uh, it, it makes me want to stay and it makes the other lads want to stay. Um, and everyone who joins Whitby and leaves would be have a, only have good things to say about the club and the people behind the scenes. so yeah it's, it's all good from that point of view.
0: It's been a, a busy summer so far then for the Seasiders, looking to obviously build the squad going into the 2022-23 season. Um, we've seen a number of players retained, um, yourself included, as we mentioned. Um, we've seen a few players go as well, the likes of Adam Gale, Jacob Hazel, who we sort of expected would be um, one for those uh, teams up the divisions, and Jasmine Shuka going as well. But uh, Whitby do seem to have maintained the the core of that squad, the likes of Yourself, Johnny Byrne, uh, Blandy, Lewis Hawkins,
2: Priester Griffith, those sort of players. Yeah, I'm disappointed to see them lads go. To be honest, because really good teammates, really good players, and really, and, but they're really good friends as well. So I will miss seeing them playing with them. Um, the likes of Jass, Kelly, and Hazel, uh, and all the other lads as well who will be departing. But, um, but yeah, like you said, the ones who are staying are really good players and. It's a strong foundation, like you said, down the middle. Um, and then you add to them with the other players. So it is, it is an exciting season coming up with the players we've got and and the players who are bringing in. And hopefully, these players coming in will be better than the ones leaving. Hopefully, that's that's the plan, really, to progress as a football club. And yeah, it's exciting to see new faces come through the door, we'll give it a little freshen up a little bit where we need it. Um, so, yeah, just positives, really. I'm glad the ones who are staying as well, really good players. So, yeah, it's all good from that point of view.
0: Obviously, the, the side's sort of starting to take shape a little bit now. You know, we're expecting further incomings uh, later this week or maybe early next week as well. So, it's uh, it's sort of starting to come together for uh, Lee Bullock and Nathan Haslam. Um, For yourself then, Rowie, Um, and looking at next season... Obviously, from from a playing point of view and as a team, I mean, the aim, I assume, is is to look to go one step further?
2: Yeah, definitely. We need to um, set our objectives high. high. Um, we will be looking to try and get in them playoffs. Um, it will be a tough ask, like it is every season, but I am confident in our ability and the staff and everyone connected to the club that we can go that one step further because we, we can compete with a big team, so... We just need to learn from our mistakes this season, and and then yeah, learn from them and, and go on to hopefully success. It's going to be an interesting
0: season as well in the pitching in Northern Premier League Premier Division because you look at the makeup of the uh, of the division now. Buxton obviously going up, uh, Scarborough going up as well. So there's one derby game gone, but uh, the one that you sort of look at now is Mask United coming into the league, and it's it's going to be a very interesting game that one because. You look through Mask United's squad and it's, um, it's, it's like a Whitby Town
2: light, isn't it? You know, the amount of players that have sort of played for both clubs. Yeah, that'll be a good derby to play against Mask. Uh, like you said, Gelly's gone there. They're a really good team, really good club and they've, uh, they're very ambitious. So we played them in pre-season a couple of times and friendly games and they'll always give us a good game. So, yeah, it will be, a good, it will be good to play them twice. Um, and yeah, it will be a, it will be a battle just like every game is. And yeah, I wish them every success going into the new season. They'll they'll be very excited, and um, and I think they'll do well. Good, really good team. We'll watch them in the playoffs, and they deserve to go up. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they do this season. So hopefully not better than us though.
0: <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, you expect sort of a real blood and thunder type game from that one a sort of local derby. For Whitby, um, but as well a couple of Yorkshire derbies coming into the division as well. geisley coming down over, and then Liversedge coming up. So again, good to have a couple of those Yorkshire derbies in there just for just for uh, you know to make for a few good games.
2: Yeah, the one the teams who are coming up look really strong, um, and the teams who are coming down look strong. So it's going to be a competitive um, league again and fixtures. So. And some local games are nice for, for Whitby, so the fans can be a bit closer for them. Um, and yeah, it'll be, um, it's just going to be exciting. Really. Every game going to be a tough one, so we just need to take advantage of trying to get them three points and, and, try and try and stay above them teams to hopefully get off to a good start and then be consistent with that. So, so yeah.
0: And that's the importance, isn't it, Ro? We obviously we saw Whitby we start well this season, then a little bit of a stutter mid-season, sort of October time where the results just weren't quite consistent enough. That sort of carried through after a good spell into January, February, and then the back end of the season. It's just sort of trying to find that consistency now and really build on sort of the blocks that were laid this season.
2: Yeah, I think that yeah, that's following. We're not gonna have a perfect run, but we just need to try and cut out them mistakes where possible. Um but yeah, unfortunately we can't we can't really expect too much. I've been in football long enough now, probably ten years professionally, semi professionally, where you will have them dips, but we just need to bounce back as quickly as possible and and yeah, even if we're not playing well, try and try and win ugly, which which is tough to do, but that's that's what's needed really. I think that's what the best teams do. The uh the grind-out results, play ugly and they can win because played a lot of good football this season, but we haven't quite sometimes got the results we wanted or um, deserved. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's football. And, uh, hopefully we can get a, get a points going the season next season.
0: Brilliant stuff, Rowey. Uh, yeah, all that remains to be said is thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. No problem anytime, Paul. <laughs> That was the Whitby Town skipper, Daniel Rowe, joining me, Paul Connolly, here on the podcast. A big thank you to him for joining us. Also, a big thank you to Whitby Town's new signing, Aaron Haswell, for joining us, and Colby Shepherd too, talking about his new deal at the Tobar Express Stadium at the Turnbull Ground. A few events coming up. For you Blues fans to get involved with. On Saturday, June the 4th, we have the end of season presentation night at Sneaton Castle. That's £25 a ticket, including a, uh, a meal and disco as well, and a chance to get to see those player of the season, top goal scorer, and goal of the season awards handed out to the respective winners. In July, we've got a couple of events coming up. Sunday, the third of July, the Blues are live at the Bandstand. Live music from the Yabbers. There's a Whippytown merchandise stall, a Tombola, and a bucket collection for the Whippytown Football Club Foundation too. And then, of course, the big one, Gala Day, at the back end of July. That's Sunday, the twenty-fourth of July, from the at the Tobar Express Stadium at the Turnbull Ground. Should I, say. I've uh, got 10 hours of live music from that one. There's junior five-a-side football attractions, including stalls, kids' rides, Panther and Viper, the Daleks as well, Whippy Falconers joining us too, and, of course, the whippy Town Summer Draw. It's £5 admission for that one, but kids do go free with a paying adult. Just please note that uh, no dogs are permitted on-site for that one, and only alcohol bought on-site is permitted. It's a no-glass event too. That's Sunday, the 24th of July, 2022, 11am to 11pm at the Tobar Express Stadium at the Turnbull Ground. The Blues' first Friendly has been announced as well. They're going to be playing Handsworth FC on Saturday, the 9th of July at the Tobar Express Stadium. Three o'clock kickoff for that one. And just finally as well, if you want to join the Whippy Town 50-50 draw, You can do so on whippytownfc.com. Just go to the payments link, the club shop link on there, and you'll be able to join up. It's either £5 a month or £60 a year, three prizes every week. You've got a third prize of £50, second prize of £100, and a guaranteed prize of over £200 for the first prize every single week. It's a much-needed fundraiser for the football club and it's the best way that you can help the Seasiders through the season and in the off-season as well. So if you want to join up to that one, whitbytownfc.com or email the general manager Lee Bullock at whitbytownfc.com as well. That's it for the podcast this week. Thank you very much for listening. Again, thank you to our guests Aaron Haswell, Colby Shepherd, and the skipper Daniel Rowe and keep an eye out for another special podcast coming in the next few days, not uh, too much on that one, but uh, yeah, that's all that remains to be said. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye.